and scene. There are kids farming all around me. Children crying, hungry still. It's the season, cost of living crisis. Merry Christmas, everyone. No time for parties or celebrations. People freezing in their homes. Time for cutbacks. And rampant inflation Prices rising Your wage is not We're gonna have a blackout tonight Your granny's gonna take a fall Underneath the mistletoe And lie there for a night When she makes it To hospital There's a queue She waits all day then the nurses form a picket line Whilst your granny slips away We're not gonna have a turkey tonight Avian flu has killed all the turkeys and chickens And most of the geese too Trains canceling all around me No post coming through the door It's the season, cost of living crisis Merry Christmas everyone Merry Christmas, everyone. Oh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Unseen. Tonight on Hastings Bites, with Jack Wanker and Dave Rapist tucked up in bed, albeit separately, Dave Rapist in bed at his parents' house following his recent divorce and failed reconciliation attempt, we're hitting the mean streets of Hastings with the night shift. Hitting the roads in a gleamingly clean Skoda Octavia is Sergeant Mickey Wifebeater and PC Taff Bedshitter Jenkins. Uh, that's a uh, witty bitter, actually. Honestly, you shed the bed once in your life at the police barracks and you're, you're tired for life. It's the witching hour in Hastings, 10.30pm. Sergeant Wifebeater and PC Tack Betchitter Jenkins are on patrol looking for an old foe. See, the old foe for us at Hastings Vice is the public urinator. And by that I don't mean one person, but it's it's blokes with their dicks out who I'm looking for. Yeah, but I mean, purely in a professional context this time, yeah? Yeah, 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 in a purely professional context. I mean, not me personally like that. Hello, hello, who's this over here? Right. I'm going to swing the Octavia in. We're going to go and talk to this gentleman. I think he's got his dick out. I know. Out the car. Taser at the ready. Wife Beater and Jenkins. 
Torches drawn, confront the pissing perpetrator. Put it away, put it away. Nobody wants to see that. Now, are you aware where you are, sir? This is an old person's complex. These flats cater to the elderly. You are in their back alley. You are about to urinate. That is disgusting. Now, I don't want to see you again this evening, vicar. God, I tell you what, Mick, that is absolutely disgusting. I'd hate to see the local parish priest pissing up my granny's back passage. Oh, I'm better thinking about it. The mess and the stench alone would be disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Rank. Post parlay with the pissing priest, wife Beater and Jenkins proceed to pursue an electric scooter being driven under the influence. After public urination, being drunk and charged for scooter is actually the second biggest crime here in Hastings. These drunkards really are the scourge on our society. Do not walk away from that scooter. Sir, do not, do not walk away from that scooter. Taser him, Mick. He's got his dick out. He hasn't got his dick out. That's a warning. I will taser you. I think you're supposed to say that before you taser him, Mick. No, for the tape, Jenkins is mistaken about the series of events that has just unhappened, unfurled. After 100% and without a doubt, following standard police procedure to the letter, wife Beater and Jenkins prop the man up by the scooter docking station and are generous enough to take no further action. Yeah, being the uh, season of goodwill, I decided to take no further action this time. I think he's going to wake up with a bit of a sore head, but he's going to think he's going to think twice before he gets on a scooter when he's had one too many in future. Hey, Sarge, I do have one question about procedure. Does it count as public urination if he's only pissed himself as a result of being tasered? No, no, he has to have his penis out. I see, I, he had his dick out. He didn't have his dick out. I can get it out now, he's unconscious. No, don't touch him. Leave it. Stop doing that. Octavia, now. All right. After a gruelling 58 minutes on the beat, wife Beater and Jenkins respond to the last call of the night. A report of an unabashed, bold, brazen befowler of the borough. Can't say I'm surprised. Uh, calls just come in. We've got to go to the uh, the only chip shop that's open at this time of night. That's where all the lads culminate at the end of an evening. I tell you what, Mick, I'm not surprised. I mean, all the lads end up with fishy fingers at the end of the night. With the fervent funk of fried fish in their nostrils, wife Beater and Jenkins proceed to the rear of the establishment. Stop right now. Right, you, there, in the shadows. Put it away. Put it away. Mother of God, Mick, I've never seen a cock so big in my life. Shiny as well. Oh, all right, Mick. Oh, hello, Jessica. Bloody hell, I didn't, didn't, you haven't got a cock, have you? What, what have you got there? Nah, I just picked up this big saveloy from Fishy Fingers. And I'm just just trying to get the excess grease off it. Oh, they are a bit greasy, aren't they? They, they, they repeat on me something crying. Oh, God, it's terrible. I was, just, I was just trying to strain the excess grief out the end by squeezing it like a tube of toothpaste. Yeah. Oh, got a bit more squared out the end there. You still got that trouble with your triceps? You can't get your arms above your, above your. Yeah, it's just easier to do it down below the leg. So I squat like this. I grab it with my left hand, with my right hand. I work up the shaft until it all squirts out the top. Oh, that's uh. Well, okay. Sorry to bother you. It's our mistake. Merry Christmas, Mick. And to you, Jessica. Come on, Taff, let's get in the car and go home. 
God, I, I just the vision of that's made my eyes water, Mick. I, I can tell you're dribbling a little bit. God, she's quite a woman. We think. At the end of another tough and gruelling evening, public order has been maintained for the team of Hastings Vice and Community Outreach. Christmas edition. Hello and welcome back to BBC News 24. Now a lot of our viewers have been very surprised at the fact that the temperatures have dropped this winter and it is no longer as warm as it was during the summer months. We've invited into our studio our energy correspondent Dave McStuffins. Hello Dave. Hi there, Jeff. To help answer some of our viewers' most common questions. So, Dave, is it true that it's normal for the temperatures to drop at this time of year? Well, some people have been, have been saying that around this time of year you do get a slight variation in temperature, but I think a lot of people are, are realising as they're taking those steps outside of a morning, they're feeling what we call cold and colder than they would have been feeling in June or July or August or September. It's what's being termed this year's winter crisis. Okay, now I I can see why some people would be taken by surprise. Now I do have some questions that have been sent in by some viewers which I'd just like to run past you. Okay. So one here is, would I feel the cold more if I walk around in the snow barefoot. Or wearing shoes. I mean, that's quite a common one and, and certainly very common up north. Just says barefoot here, but... Oh, yes, sorry. I mean, I'll, I'll focus on the, 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 the question that's written. So, yes, if you are barefoot, then you have no barrier between yourself and the floor and the pavement and the ground. And they are traditionally colder um, than, than your foot so you will feel the cold mm. you will conduct the coldness through your feet so the advice would be why not put on a pair of socks or, or maybe as I was alluding to earlier even a pair of shoes at this time of year might be advisable. So you're saying you could stay warmer by wearing shoes outside in the cold? Yes, absolutely. And I mean, I, wow. it's, it's not just a fashion statement. Pop on a pair of shoes and you'll be toasty warm. That, that's very interesting and perhaps counterintuitive. So that's good, good piece of advice for, good for advice our viewers. For Thank you very much yeah. for that. Another one here. If I turn on heating, will my house become instantly warm? Will I be overcome with heat? No, no. Even the most efficient heating systems mm. do take uh, a while to reach the desired temperature. Okay. And what you'll find is, you know, if you hit that switch and you turn that heating on, don't worry, you're not going to be burnt to a crisp. You will actually be be able to make it back to the sofa and and just relax as the temperature of the house increases around you it'll it increase slowly oh yes very slowly um mm. very very mild increase in temperature after you turn the heating on okay so so our viewers at home won't be caught suddenly like a vampire in the sun the moment they press the button to turn the heating on oh no no, no one's going to be burnt to a crisp just because they flicked the switch on their uh, their heater. So okay, well that, well that's good. To know. It's a very common question. Actually, mm. we've had several people mm. um, emailing in. I think because it's so unusual, people are people are worried about what actions to take. So yes, it, they're not used to being cold this time of year. And another question we have is: Is it sensible to wear clothes in the winter, mm. or is is 
scamping around in perhaps a, a tank top and pair of hot pants okay? Yes, I mean, ag- again, very common question. Mm. Um, one of my elderly relatives uh, telephoned the other night to ask me pretty much exactly the same thing, word for word. Um, and he is a hardy fellow, so uh, the fact that he's feeling the cold and asking such a question. Yes. Basic advice is, and I've talked to the experts on this, probably a good idea to wear heavier clothing. Heavier clothing. And perhaps more of it so layers are we talking layers you could do layering you could wear um perhaps at least a vest and maybe you could pair that up over with an anorak for example so um that would be two layers What, what about a jumper in between three layers Yes, I, I, I mean, I personally own jumpers. I, I know not everyone does. It's a lifestyle choice. That could work. But indoors, I feel that jump helps. I think that that that's it makes me wonder sometimes who the expert is here. But um, yes, I, I think perhaps a vest, a jumper, and an anorak would okay. be warmer than just the vest and the anorak alone. So good advice there. See, it's good to discuss okay. these things. Two words for you, or maybe three. One's hyphenated. Long sleeve top. As opposed to a sleeveless... Between the vest and the jumper. Oh! Wow. Another layer. I mean, you've got to think about... You need to be quite practical, because remember, you're going to be leaping up and down, turning your heating on and off. So you're not overcome by the direct heat. Exactly. Like a vampire in the sun. Pretty much. Okay, so, so layers are good. To answer to our viewers at home, layers are good. Absolutely. Layer up. We'll add layers. Okay, and I have another question here. Windows is another very big one. A lot of our viewers have asked us, is it still okay to leave all the windows and doors open to let the air circulate in the winter? I'm not sure it would make much difference, to be honest. I I think just if you want the heating on, have the heating on. If you enjoy having a window open, have a window open. But um, just just find the temperature of the room that's right for you. Okay, so so a lot of radiators are situated below windows. So with the radiator on, the window open, that won't inhibit the the room itself getting warmer i guess it might um but remember again i feel like i'm taking the position of the of the of the professional in this context i personally and i'm not the expert would recommend to very much shut the windows before you put heating on to retain the heat within the house maybe how does that does that strike you as a sensible thing to do Maybe it's just what we do in my family. Yeah, the only thing I'd I'd say, and um, you don't want the room to become stuffy. Not stuffy, but perhaps above zero degrees Celsius. Well, that would be desirable, wouldn't it? Okay, Dave, Dave McStuffins, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Jeff. It's been it's been very informative. I hope it's helped. Um, Perhaps more so for you than for me, Um, but hopefully for our viewers at home as well. Um, Thank you very much. Thank you. And scene. And there it was. Merry Christmas, everybody, by Slade. They used to be some people's favourites. Not mine, to be sure. I didn't used to like that guy who used to play the guitar. He had a really noncy haircut. You think back now, Jimmy Savile and all that. Anyway, coming on, it's time for Dave's new seasonal quiz. And the quiz is... Which bird is Dave stuffing? 
I say, which bird is Dave stuffing? What sort of bird is that? You're never going to get all of that up there. God, I couldn't get more than three fingers in that. Don't do that. It is offence to nature. Oh, my my giblets. But swans mate for life. I do like sage. Break its neck. I say, which bird is Dave stuffing? So listen closely. I'm going to play you a clip now of me stuffing a bird. There you go. I can play it for you one more time if you like. And here we go on line one. It's oh, it's Gloria. Hello, Gloria. Hello, Dave. And who do you think I've been stuffing this week? Is it Lord's White Dove? The one who proves that our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ, lives Ooh. forever on planet no, Earth. No, I'm afraid not, Gloria. Who for sins and represents the true meaning of Christmas. Gloria, no, d- d- let's not bring religion into this, but no, unfortunately, you're wrong. OK, goodbye. We'll be with you, Dave. I say, which bird is Dave stuffing? And on line two, we've got a long-time caller from the show. It's Freddie. Hello, Dave. Hello, Freddie. Freddie Fit Doctor Freddie Fingerpuss. I'm a doctor. And what's uh, what? What's your what's your uh, idea about who I've been stuffing? Well, it's either Daniela Westbrook or Gemma from Accounts. Outrageous! You're such a funny guy, but you're wrong. Merry Christmas, Dave. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you, Freddie. I say, which bird is Dave stuffing? And our final caller today, it's Pavel, and he's calling all the way from Leicester. Pavel, which bird has Dave been stuffing? As a small boy, I used to be in the garden when my father used to take the pets that we used to play with, and they were, in fact, Hungarian geese. So I think that you have been stuffing a Hungarian goose. Oh no, it's not a Hungarian goose, you're wrong there. I still hear the screaming of the geese. Oh, it's a bit like the silence of the lambs, isn't it? Slightly creepy and you're wrong. Dave's been stuffing. I say, which bird is Dave stuffing? Dave's been down under. I've been stuffing a kookaburra. And now, everyone, it's Gary Glitter with Rocket... No, not that one. That shouldn't be on the list. OK, it's Wizard with I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day. And scene. 